there can be only one podcast and may it be the prince of the universe hi folks i'm matt and i'm wes and i'm no hey hey how you doing well i was hanging out one saturday morning and i found a samo flange and i put my darn foot on it and i ended up out here he did that's what happens when worlds collide. Somewhere in a different universe. This is like a comic book crossover. I love it. It's funny because we haven't had you cross over. Benjamin has crossed over. Yeah. But we haven't had you cross over. It's like, it's like you and I were the same person. Mm. That's why we couldn't be in the same room on Princeton University together, but for some reason Saturday morning Santa Flange was okay. Well, like in Time Cop, you know, the same matter can't, you know, hold the same space at the same time. Wow. So time we're probably cop. going to implode soon. Wow. I'm Mikey. Wow. All right, Mikey. Thank you for letting me be here. I'm grateful. Well, thanks for being here this time. No, 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 uh, no, no school lockdowns. No. Yes. <laughs> no. We don't have to tell the story, but. We are good. All right. We are good. All right. Good deal. Because uh, we missed you last time. Did some wrestling. Had some good discussions. We had to carry the show without you. We did. We did. Well, it's in good hands. I can and, tell. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm excited. Uh, fans are excited that we're talking about wrestling again. Uh, this time, Wes was the one who came up with the topic there of a good pay-per-view with a bad main event. And uh, we're going to go with our top three, not in any order, by the way. This is not Samoflan, so we'll do it a little bit differently here. And uh, Wes, I'll have you start, if you don't mind. I was going to say WrestleMania 25, with the main event being Triple H versus Randy Orton. Because the rest of the the, uh, card, you had John Cena defeating Edge and Big Show in a three-way. You had Undertaker against Shawn Michaels. And then you had Matt and Jeff Hardy. You had the Legends match with Jericho against Piper, Steamboat, and Snuka. And you had a Money in the Bank match with CM Punk. And all of them were excellent. And that main event was flat. Really? Well, here's flat. the deal. Yes. I don't know if y'all spoke uh, with the time that I couldn't be here about the ones that I sent you. Mm-hmm. But my favorite match of all time, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan is Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. I yes. think it has yeah. everything we did I read that. wanted. Yep. Yeah. And so you're right. Like To follow that masterpiece? Uh-uh. I, but the match was not good. It wasn't. Like, it was just... Both of them just laid an egg. Yeah, it just... they. Wow. I don't think it was necessarily the crowd, because... I could just yeah. remember watching. Well, the crowd should be at an all-time high after going, seeing there's these no other matches. There's no blood. There's no nothing. Like this is just flat. Very, very flat. Wow. You know, Randy Orton is an interesting one to me because I do like Randy Orton. I actually think he's probably gotten a little better with age. I don't know if I liked him as much during this time. Uh, how do you feel, Matt? Uh, when hearing was he still the legend killer at, at, at WrestleMania 25? Yeah. Was he still that yes. guy? I mean, well, how do you feel about Triple I, H? Is what I was going to ask because I know that's your favorite wrestler. I love Triple H. Hear him in a flat, well, a flat main event. Well, I mean, every everyone can fall apart. You, you got these two people; their chemistry in the ring is just not matching up, or something gets off on the wrong track, and then the whole match goes down. Um, I I can't remember. Um, uh, who was it? But someone uh, maybe was, I can't remember whose autobiography said that. That you know. The, a lot of it rests on how those first few minutes go, and if you don't turn that right that ship around, everything could just slowly start falling apart. Because you start thinking about your maybe it's Bret Hart's book. I can't remember because he's talking about you know the how to work the match and everything, mm-hmm. and you've got to let things go 
you know, if you slip up, you mess. Okay, keep going. But you, you know, it just kind of if it hits you in your mind, like a ice skater makes that first mistake. They know they've lost a few points, but then they start getting. They let it get to them, and they get worse and worse. Or it's that say like you're on stage and you're sitting around like a half of a card table with some of your buddies, and then one of them pulls out like uh, I don't know, like some cards with some naked pictures on it, and they really try to trip you up. Something happens right in the first ten minutes of the show. That's you right. You just gotta suck it up and then just keep going. Spew beer in their face. That's what you gotta do. Oh, I forgot about that part. That's great. So Randy Orton really needed to spew mm, beer. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Just changed everything. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, though, okay, so both agree that was a bad one. I do agree with that a lot. I okay. thought it was just, it was it was terrible. All right. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. and that's a shame because both of those are definitely main eventers, so they deserve to be there and headline. I didn't realize Triple H was your favorite wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And I buried him on the last podcast. That's fine. That's fine. No, that's fine. He's a different man now. He is. Than he, than he was He's back like then. Me. I mean... No one worked harder than the game back in the day when he was on top of, I think. I think he well, worked he hard. He dedicated himself. Yeah. After the click incident, like he's the one that took the brunt of that. He got buried. Yeah. He had to like bring himself back. Uh, I think Sean leaving and then him you know, becoming the head of DX certainly helped a lot. Yeah. Him finding his own name. But, but he grew out of DX, and I think he became a really good player. Right. Really good uh, wrestler. Yeah, one of my faves. Hmm. Yeah terrible biography though more of a workout novel than you know hey here's what you eat here's how you work out okay well just call it your workout novel don't call it the life and times of triple a whatever it was called mm-hmm. didn't read it yeah didn't i did because it. it's triple h mm-hmm. but anyway all right so what's yours so it's actually pretty close to yours oh um and i'm gonna pull up some notes here because while i remember certain aspects of probably almost every pay-per-view like going back and looking at an entire card uh, it's getting more and more difficult in my mind. Um, so some of this is going to seem blasphemous a little bit because of who's in the main event, but I guess it's kind of similar to what you just said. Well, I mean, if um, you're in a main event, you should be big time, well, at least person, at the time. Well, this person is big time. All right. So for me, it's WrestleMania 33 and the main event there was Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Um, I really did not like that match at all. At the time, I did not like Roman Reigns at all. No one did. Um, I do actually really like him now and respect him because he spent years earning that respect. That's a different story for a different time. But while The Undertaker is... It's hard to say a bad thing about The Undertaker and his longevity and what he has meant to the business and just his performer, his character. But at that time... It was over. Uh, To me, it was just far past over. I thought that match was very lackluster. It showed uh, just how old he was, how broken down he was. I think it was more reflective on how he couldn't carry. That's right. He can't carry a main event no more. Yeah, Yeah. he couldn't at that time. And Reigns wasn't good enough at that time to help him. Right, right, to make him look good. Now I think Reigns could because, you know, the, the Elimination Chamber with Sami Zayn, once again, I digress, but man, that was a fantastic match through and through, just the one from a couple weeks ago. Well, Roman Reigns is the king of stalling now. He doesn't do much. Oh, really? He is slow. I mean, he it's like a 1970s heel. <laughs> like see, working with the old lady. He's like the, the William road. Regal. I mean, he working is, the old arm wrench and the old I mean, facial life. expressions yeah. and everything. It is it is slow paced. Wow. Mm-hmm. Slow burn on that man. Yeah, I like that uh, because that's what I grew up liking. And even though I respect a good worker, my favorite wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels, 
I respect people that can sell the crap out of stuff. I, I miss Kurt Henning. I miss, you know, your Eddie Guerrero's, your Ben Wallace. Oh, yeah. But these big dudes that, you know, the Rocks, the Hogan's, the Ultimate Warriors, like, no, they're not good wrestlers. But, I mean, when it comes to the entertainment part of it, they got it. And I think Roman Reigns finally found a spot. But this match, he just wasn't good at that time. The Undertaker was broken down. Um, and the rest of the card, just to say was, know, briefly was, why I thought it was okay. Yeah. I don't think it was like the best in the world. Um, but it did have AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. I love AJ Styles a lot. I've always thought Shane McMahon worked a lot harder he did. than most people. He did. And, and really earned his um, respect his with respect. the fans. Yeah. Uh, I did like the fatal four-way between Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks. I don't like Nia Jax, but I do like Bailey a lot. Uh, this one did have the fatal four-way uh, tag team ladder match with the Hardy Boys and Luke Gallows and Anderson, Cesaro and Sheamus. And back with and back when Enzo uh, and Big Cass were there, I liked Enzo a lot more than most people. I thought he had a good presence on the mic. Um, and then it had the Seth Rollins versus Triple H match, which is all right. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, which I can't stand Goldberg, but I like uh, seeing him get squashed because I love oh, Lesnar. There you go. And I will say this. There was a, they called it the six-pack challenge, but there was a, a six-man female match for um, the SmackDown Women's Championship, and they finally let Naomi win. And while I'm not the biggest Naomi fan in the world, I thought she deserved it. She worked her butt off, and so that was it. Was a pretty so you're good saying it was leading up to a good night, yeah? Regardless, because you hate Goldberg, but he got smashed. Now you're happy, right? right. Okay, and then, got it. And then you would think, I mean, when the Undertaker is in the main event, um, something good is going to happen, but it just it just wasn't. Okay, all right, good pick. Next one. So my next is. Uh, Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety-eight, which could be called a co-main event because the championship did go on last. It was Goldberg against Dallas Page. Dallas Page. But the real main event was the return of the Warrior against Hogan. Do you recall? I know this one. I, was, I watched it live. I know this one. So we have those two matches. We had a common friend who was all about the One Warrior Nation. Do you remember this? Vaguely. Brandon. I thought Brandon was more Sting. But no, Ultimate Warrior is back. He was all in. Okay. All in in the ring on this one. I know he was so excited about watching this match. But the, the matches before that were Bret Hart against Sting, Kevin Nash against Scott Hall, uh... Steiner Brothers uh, against each other. Um, or it was Buff and Rick against Scott. Um, so anyway, it was just... A lot wasn't of epic the great, It wasn't a great undercard, but mm-hmm. the main event with Hogan and Warrior for all of that which hope we should, was we should, so bad. It's probably... I don't know of anything that was hyped up more at the time. It wasn't. I mean that was hyped up. That was like that that dominated Nitro every night. Yeah, Warrior Hogan, Warrior Hogan, Warrior Hogan. But all those vignettes at the time were so weird because they had him like behind the mirror, like staring at. I was thinking about that, and and Hogan going crazy. Looking at the research on it, uh, I just got a kick out of Horace Hogan as part of the run-in, and it's just like man. 
anybody that thinks Hogan, any Hogan in any kind of main event is going to be a good idea. It's just not a good idea. Now, that was where the Diamond Dallas Page-Goldberg match got cut off because they went over. Right, and Goldberg knocked himself out, gave himself a concussion. So totally mismanaged. He was loopy the whole match. Yeah. So More so than normal. But that he was in the ring with Diamond Dallas Page. And it was probably Goldberg's, probably one of his best matches overall because Dallas... You know, was paint by numbers with him, and he could figure it out. Yeah, we got to see the match on Nitro the next night. Mm-hmm. I remember we were working together at the store, and you said, "Hey, just that they terrible didn't... WCW stuff." They just yeah, but they wanted something to go up against Raw that night, and they did. They won the night. I remember because they played that killing they... your consumer credibility by yeah. buying a pay per view and then giving away the next night. The ne- the very next night. Anybody that bought that. Just because you want to beat the numbers. And you want to say, well, we ran long. Really? Yeah, but then it's total mismanagement. WCW total pay-per-views were infamous for going off early. They rarely ran long. Rarely. Whose fault was that, by the way? I remember something. Whoever's time in that The show. rise and fall of WCW was talking about, the, that book was talking about I that. mean, you've got somebody whoever's running the truck and whoever's running that timing out the show. Didn't say, hey. You should not be ending the show seven minutes early or running off seven minutes late. Yeah. Just, wow. It's amazing yeah. to me that they would even do that on a pay-per-view. You know, I don't know the yeah. ins and outs of all that, but one would think that, hey, you're going to go as long as you need to, which means that was probably done on purpose. Well, back in the day, you bought the, It wouldn't happen today's time, I don't think, but back in the day, you bought that block, yeah, it was and that a was hard, it. it. was a hard out. You hard, had a hard out. Yeah, yeah you, mean, bought, you bought you a block, because, and that was it. It cut off because okay. it had okay. someone else's buying the yeah. next I guess block. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. It yeah. could be Girls Gone Wild up next. Who yeah. Knows? And probably was. We can only hope. No, it wasn't because he didn't watch the rest of it. <laughs> he turned off the pay-per-view after that. That's what I got a concussion from. <laughs> All right, what's your second one? So I really, really, really perked up there for a minute because my second one is... Was the girls going wild? <laughs> well... No, oh, pay-per-view was this. I would have been perked up for more than a second. Mine is Halloween Havoc 1996. Seven. Whoa! Just one year before, what? because this main event was Hogan versus Piper in a steel cage match, and it was bubkiss like all the way through. It was what Cornette infamously called age, rate, age in the cage, age in the cage, age right. in the cage. Yeah, because yeah. it was like some sort of submission thing, and it was just. You know, oh. as much as Piper was a good thing 10 years before that, 15 years before that, by yeah. that time... And he like, had had a good on. match with Hogan at Starcade, but that was it. Yeah, and the rest of this card, I'll read it to you here. Uh, you had, and this is one of the things that I loved about WCW, is the just strangeness of it. Um, and in a Las Vegas sudden death match, I don't even remember what that meant, <laughs> you had uh, Macho Man versus DDP. Uh, you had uh, Lex Luger versus Scott Hall that had six in his corner. You had Kurt Henning versus Ric Flair. You had Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero for the Cruiserweight. Oh, wow. Uh, it was a mask match, so that's a great match. So That's awesome. You know, any of those matches back in the day with those Cruiserweights, I mean, it was like great. the same six people, but they always entertained. They really yes. worked and made each other better. Um, so And it had Ultimo Dragon actually showed up at this one. So, for me, it was a pretty good WCW card at the time, but man, that ending, it was just, I mean, it was getting towards the late 90s, and it was in that era where, like, 
Okay, in 94, 95, and 96, when WCW bought up all the old guys, they really thought they had something. But when you get into 97, 98, and then DX, and then Sean, and then, and then Stone Cold. It really shows their Rock, age. And then Bret Hart's heel turn before he went to WCW. It really showed, yeah, like this old is going out fast. The yeah. the two things that stand out about that the old, Hogan that was, match was with, with Piper, other than it being just like they were in sand trying to work with each other there's a fan that runs in the climbs the cage and the camera stays on him because i think that the people weren't sure if this is some fake steam oh no really and they, i don't remember yeah that time that just happened with fake steams and fake fake steams. but oh, before okay. that savage climbs all the way to that big cage and it's like the old wwf big blue cage mm-hmm. where you could really climb it and he Double axe handles. I think he's trying to hit Piper, but he hits Hogan. But Savage comes off the top of the cage. It was very, I mean, fearless. Savage, no wonder he was so beat up. But, mm-hmm. man, that that spot of his old ass flying down and then, then just, <laughs> then the, all of them just beating that poor fan up who got mm-hmm. in the ring and somebody didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was a real fan because they were on it too much. Usually, when there's a fan, they get off that shot. Yeah. Wow! Well, the, you know the famous. So they didn't know what was going on at the beach. You know, I mm-hmm. I have a lot of old. Uh, I have pretty much every old pay per view that you could ever think of, and I had to search uh, long and, and hard to find one that was the actual broadcast footage of the guy running in the ring and then uh, Hall just kicking him right in the head, and because uh, they cut away from that on the broadcast big time, they don't show that anymore at all. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. All Halloween right. Havoc 97. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Last one, Wes. Um, well, I was torn between two. So, um, I wanted to say Starcade 97 just because of how terrible that main event was between Hogan and Sting and how it was really the first nut shot to WCW going forward. <laughs> Before they totally botched Bret Hart, but who was part of that also? But I'm going to go with Hell in a Cell, 2019, which was Rollins against uh, the Fiend in the main event. I remember the. And Fiend. this is when the lights were red in the Kate. Right. And it was terrible because it ended. <laughs> it ended in a. And basically, like a disqualification, it did by the referee stopped it, which made no sense in this hell in a cell. And the you could tell the crowd was just like, "What happened?" Like it was like, it was like you they almost went off because someone was injured, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. It just had a really really flat ending. So to me, I remember watching that live, and we were just kind of like, "That's it." Like we were kind of thinking, is somebody going to run in? Is yeah, something about is there to something, happen? Yeah. Like, but that was you don't just stop a match and end the pay per view. That right, way. And I know that's very current, and it's not a huge, but it was oh yeah, just terrible. And Becky against Sasha, which was of course good. You had Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Rowan and Harper, and then you had uh, Charlotte defeated Becky. So you had talented people in that undercard mm-hmm. that are still some of them still stars. But that main event was so bad. And I know this is when you had the networks. It wasn't like you spent 50 bucks, but 
you just wait. Still though, it's a pay per view. You gotta have some pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three hours plus now because they run so long, and you go, man, oh this God. sucked. They run so long. No, I, even though now that's a good point. Even though it's not the pay per view we now know now now know, it should still keep its status of hey, this is special. This is don't miss. It's right not like here. that. Oh my gosh, it's not like that. Like I'm, I really wish they would go back to four. You know, and say what you will about AEW, not you, because I really don't know how you feel about AEW. Uh, but at least the fact that they have just four big ones a year and a couple of little special things here and there, I miss the day. It's oversaturated. When there's a pay per view every month, nobody cares. There's it's no stakes. AEW can't time their shows either. They're five hours long. Yeah, like we went to, and I've been to quite a few live shows, and the and the absolute worst one was WrestleMania. 34 in new orleans we were there like in the superdome like from about 3 30 to about a, past 11 it was it, and i am a huge wrestling fan I have a friend that went to that and i was like we gotta go man like it's, it's just, awful it's just like, no they were like crippled up trying to get out of the chair they've been there so, so long oh my god and you can't so, you can't sustain your energy for that long you know like right. i've gone back and i still watch i mean i watch old wrestling all the time still just as entertainment last week i watched um in your house 13 just because it was i got a tweet saying that you know 25 years ago today china debuted and i was like oh, i'd like to go back and watch that so i went back and watched that and uh, sure enough it's when she comes up she chokes out medusa not medusa um marlena yeah marlena and then just they take her away but uh that pay-per-view was like two hours and 17 minutes and it was it was just packed with goodness like and, but all of them back then were like two hours two two twenty yeah but it but they didn't sp- over it wasn't like you know oh my gosh yeah, did you watch like the Royal a- Rumble I, I have to just say this I have to say I this did. okay so we were there we were in San Antonio and uh, that. Mother effing Hardy concert <laughs> at ten thirty at night. Whenever you're there live and you go through the entire like you know card, and then you're waiting on you know the last match. Uh, I, I'm not a Kevin Owens fan, but I did like you know Roman Reigns. I was ready to see what was going to happen with Sami Zayn. And right before the main event, they just completely deconstruct the ring, set up a little concert venue, have this fake. Cr- Kid Rock dude come out, sing a song. Everybody booed him because we were ready to go. We've been there for like, you know, four hours at that point. And uh, then they have to take it all down. And I don't know what, you know, because I didn't go back and watch that particular portion on the broadcast. I went and watched the ending of it. Uh, the ending of the last match, but I don't know what you saw on the broadcast, but that's what's happening now. Like when before it was just boom, 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 couple of yeah. power techniques, no big Titan Tron. All you needed was people's music. They, they walked 10 feet to the ring <laughs> and, and you could have like 20 matches and you could have like this. Now they're walking two blocks from the. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, whenever we went to the, we went, okay, I've been to two Royal Rumbles. They're both in San Antonio. This last one, they changed up the way that it looked so they actually could run to the ring. The one in 2017 when we went to, they put the ring right in the middle and it was so far away that they had a golf cart and you never saw this at all on the uh, broadcast, but they had a golf cart that the people would get on the back of and they would drive them to the ring that's how wrestlemania 3 was they had the golf cart wow but the big show was in that royal rumble and we all still remember it to this day because we see his big ass get on the back of that golf cart and the golf cart goes <laughs> it's pulling up. Yeah, and if you, go, if you go back and you watch that broadcast and you watch how long how long it took for him to be announced to whenever he got into the ring and the next person to be announced, it was literally like 15 seconds. 
Wow. It was it was dumb. It was stupid. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. So um, anyway, this was yours. Wow. I kind of no, hijacked no, no, that. You're, you're, okay. Your third pick. Mine was the yeah. Hell that was sale, 2019. Let me ask you real quick though before we move. We'll get to yours. What what four pay per views would you keep? Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, uh, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Survivor Series. But that's what I grew up on. You know. Okay. What were the Royal Rumbles in January? Yeah. April is roughly right. WrestleMania, WrestleMania. August. Uh, August is SummerSlam, uh, and then Thanksgiving, November, and Thanksgiving, summer. Okay. But I like the Survivor Series that I grew up with, which you know, th- thankfully last year they did the War Game stuff, which was a little bit you know better in my opinion because I liked, I just liked the you know four on four. You have a team, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, maybe the, maybe there's not m- many storylines or you know. I think it's the problem just, with doing that now is everything is more storyline driven. You see everybody mm-hmm. on TV all the time. Right. So with that, you saw like the entire roster. Mm-hmm. As opposed, to you don't get to see the roster once a week on Superstars. And yeah, that was before Raw and before SmackDown. Yeah, so it and was. It made it more interesting because you're like, that's oh, good point. Wow, the Barbarians here, or whoever. Yeah. As opposed to, oh wow, yeah. it's the Miz again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> and again. And again. Ah, uh, it's a good point. Real good point. All right, your your final pay per view. All right, my final pay per view um, is WrestleMania 10. Uh, because the main event between Yokozuna and Bret Hart, to me, was just not good. Right. Uh, I, I like both of them greatly. Um, but for me, uh, the reason why that main event um, stands out as bad is because two of my favorite matches of all time are on that undercard. Sean and Razor. Yeah, the, the latter match and then Bret versus Owen. Like The Bret versus Owen is one of the best technical matches that I've ever seen in my life. You know, Owen Hart was my number one on the list that I didn't get to say of people that didn't get their potential, even though uh, he he worked really hard for over a decade. And, you know, but they didn't know what to do with him. They squandered him. But the dude had such good talent. And, you know, Bret Hart, if I made a list of like my favorite 10 wrestlers, I don't know if Bret Hart would even be on it. Maybe he might be kind of towards the end. Right. But I don't think I've ever seen a better wrestler than Bret Hart. That just gets it. That understands, you know, ring psychology. The ins and outs. The ins and outs. That you know was a consummate professional. That was safe. uh, That everybody trusted. uh, That could tell a story in the ring. That was one of the best mat wrestlers I've ever seen. Um, You know, just his pedigree and his family, and uh, he he worked really really hard. My favorite Bret Hart is the heel turn Bret Hart. I love the Hart Foundation from like ninety six ninety seven. I felt like there was a lot truth in that but i digress as far as that is concerned but with wrestlemania 10 you know brett i want to say brett and yokozuna what i think they both had wrestled early because luger had to wrestle uh, yokozuna uh no or something happened where I like i think yoko worked twice i think brett worked twice but so that so that was after the royal rumble where both luger and brett won yeah. And, and tied. So then they had. I think they didn't. They both have a crack at, at I, Yokozuna. I can't remember. I know that that pay per view was. I wouldn't think it was. I thought the whole pay per view was kind of lackluster. That was uh, Crush against mm-hmm. Savage, and Savage couldn't get Crush's mm-hmm. legs tied up for the finish, and it was just real scrambled eggs. No, it was a bad time for wrestling because it was '94, and I agree with that. I just think those two other matches for me mean yeah. so much to just me because there's so there's two pillars of wrestling. Right. I mean, uh, I mean that ladder match was. It's just you know what can you say about that thing? Even though when you look at Sean it Michael now, fan, it's, it's kind of tame. 
Um, I wasn't Shawn Michaels fan, then, and he lost. Back then, it was it was something new. But I was a Razor was fan too. It pioneered it to did. the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot you can say about that, and I don't, you know. So I get it, I get it, and I know the match you're talking about. And yeah, but of course, I wasn't watching wrestling back then. But because of all these, uh, you know, behind the scenes, did you know of? You get to see all these uh, wrestling ones again. They're gonna, yeah, they always bring that up. But that's a good point you brought up earlier before we before we get out here. Um, that why don't they cut the pay per views? Having one every month, kind of, especially I, now that's on a network. I think you don't need the it. fact that they look at it as though it's a monopoly of it. Like I don't. I, but they're can there. They keep, like, can they keep the story? Back in going? the day, pay per views like no. you would. If you were in Philly for the pay per view, you might be. In Cleveland the next night. Now WWF almost stretches things out. If they have a pay per view, they may have. They may you could have, drive from Cleveland to get there and well, still miss, you may have it in the, the same venue, or you may have mm-hmm. it in a stadium. The pay per view and then the arena show gets it the next night. So they don't have. There's not this schedule like the wrestlers used to have to. I mean, they were on the road all yeah. the time, and now it's just not that way. And I think it reflects as far as like the product. And how tight the show is. They just don't have I, the product. Doesn't have the competition. Like you had more viewers. Like yeah, no, I agree with that. Lack of we, and the pay per view. You before. had to get off of not at nine o'clock or ten o'clock or whatever. You had to cut. It's time to go. You know, <laughs> it's, that's it. I mean, Sometimes we paid to get this go. time, and now mm-hmm. you're just. We can go all night. Now we're doing concerts in the middle of the uh, main before the main event. Oh my uh, gosh! Don't even. But, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, listeners out there, tell us what were your picks for greatest pay per views that had a terrible main event? And would you like to come back next week? Can I? Sure. On Princes of the Universe. See how I did that? It's kind of neat. Oh, the mic's still on. <laughs> <laughs>